Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you. Whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I am the gate. It's a metaphor. Picture going to a cemetery, and one of the graves, one of the tombs, has a door so that the dead person can walk out the door. And of course you say, well, that's ridiculous. The graves don't have doors. Tombs don't have doors because dead people cannot walk out the door. But Jesus says today, no. Tombs have doors. Remember when Jesus went to Lazarus' tomb and and he had the stone uh, rolled away. And there he is, the good shepherd, and the good shepherd calls out and he has the gatekeeper open up the gate and he calls his sheep by name, Lazarus, come out. And the sheep hear his voice and follow him. And Lazarus came out and then the good shepherd leads the sheep to good pasture. No, no. Lazarus' tomb had a door. My mother was a great artist. She, she painted uh, landscapes. Uh, Arizona sunsets, Cape Cod beaches, uh, covered wagons. And one time, the one time, she did a portrait. And it was the Sacred Heart. What was beautiful about this picture was the face. Jesus' face looked like someone who was in love. 
someone who wanted to be with you. This is the image of Jesus for my mother, and this is the image that I grew up with. It was always there on the mantle. And so when my mother died, my father had engraved on her stone uh, an image of the Sacred Heart. So I was eager to see it after he had it placed there, and I wanted to specifically look at the face. I wanted to see if it was my mother's face, the face uh, that, that, uh, of someone that was in love, someone that really wanted to be with you. So I got to the, got to the grave site, and I got a little distracted because the reason why is my father bought extra plots, you know, one for myself and one for my brother, and so I realized while I was there that I was standing on my own grave. And I don't know if you've ever done that before, but when you stand in your own grave, you, you get distracted, you get thoughts. And so what I was thinking was the day that I would be buried, and they would bring my casket there, and there would be people gathered around, and they would say some prayers, and, and then everybody would leave. And then... They would lower my casket into some concrete box and then throw dirt on top of it. None of the people that left, none of the people are going to come back with a shovel and say, Peter, let's get out of here. But there's one person in my life. One person. Who can come back to my grave and say... I am the resurrection and the life. There's one person that can come back to my grave and say, I have come back to take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. There's one person in my life who will say, whoever believes in me will never die. They will have eternal life. That's the person I'm going to listen to. Now be warned... It's not going to be easy to listen to Christ because you're going to come up with a thousand reasons not to follow, not to listen. Love your enemies and pray for your persecutors. Pick up your cross daily and follow me. Forgive 70 times a day. Turn the other cheek when somebody slaps you. Rejoice and be glad when somebody persecutes you. thousand reasons not to follow and not to listen. And then people, people have, a, have come up with a thousand reasons not to follow. What are you going to church on Sunday for? There's so many other options. Why are you having your kids baptized? Let them decide later on in life. There's a thousand voices, a thousand reasons not to. But all you need is one reason. One reason to follow. One reason to listen. My grave will have a door. And when Jesus rose from the dead on Easter Sunday, the disciples and the, and the women went and they saw that the, roll was rolled, the, the stone was rolled away and they went in the empty tomb. So the question always is, is why was the stone rolled away? Well, we think at first, well, it's so Jesus, when he rose from the dead, so Jesus can get out. But that's not true because Jesus had a resurrected body. He didn't need to move the stone to get out. He walks through locked doors. Now, the reason why the stone was rolled away was so that the disciples and the women and us, we can go inside the tomb. 
and we go inside the tomb, we're going to notice something very important. The tomb has a door. So when Jesus says, I am the gate, it's a metaphor. But now we know what he means. 